in-office studios of his eye care practices in Nashville, Tennessee. It's As I See It with Dr. Jeff Kegaris, your source for eye care education and receiving the type of patient relationship you deserve. It is time for a patient revolution. And now, your host, Dr. Jeff Kegaris. Welcome to another edition of As I See It. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Kegaris. I'm sitting with Cole Evans. Hi, Cole. Hello, Dr. Jeff. How are you? I'm doing great. Just great. We're going to talk a little bit about a few of the lessons in Chapter 1. In, no, no, wait, hold on. Let's oh, back up. We're so not? Chap- what, lessons in what? In lesson. Uh, oh, you mean the way we operate around here. I mean, and, what we do, so which pamphlet, we've now put in print. Oh, we've put it in print. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. so uh-huh. I'm looking at this wonderful book. I don't know who helped design this, but... Uh, Pretty nice, isn't it? That guy That guy needs to be employed for a little longer. You would think that this person went to the bookstore and took pictures to see what was selling the most and what colors did the best and then started really, I mean, I bet it didn't go through more than probably 26 iterations. I, I'll, I'll bet you're right. I'll I bet, bet you're right. <laughs> we are, but what I, really makes it is the font of patient. One patient at a time. That font of patient is, I've tried to locate that, and I just haven't been able to find it on Microsoft Word. Today is your lucky day, because I know exactly where the font came from. And it can be yours Uh for a very, very affordable price. For our listeners out there, we're obviously talking about Dr. Jeff and Dr. Susan Kegris's first, I keep saying first because I know a second is Uh, in the future. Already in the work. Yeah, Dr. Susan would probably kick (laughs) kick me if she were here. But uh, first publication, one patient at a time. There is a reason uh, to our wonderful listeners here. There's a reason that Amazon uh, actually um, um, uh, book sales uh, took this book to uh, the number one release healthcare book on Amazon, which we're extremely excited about. Over 500,000 patients endorsed. Dr. Jeff, I mean, before we dive into our lesson here, 500,000 patients, how do we come up with that number? Yeah, it just means I've been in practice a long time and so has Dr. Susan. So we've seen a lot of people over the years. between both Cool Springs Eye Care and Donaldson Eye Care, um, and any given year, you know, there are um, just a little shy of 10 doctors in our practices. So right, a right. lot, a lot of patients are being seen here. Uh, definitely check out Amazon.com. Check out one patient at a time, and you will uh, quickly see the design on the front, and you'll see that special font that Dr. Jeff is talking about. And in past episodes, what we're doing is going through, breaking them up into things our patients are asking us about, uh, value that we can bring to our patients. But we're also going through the lessons that you and Dr. Susan said, look, this is this is how we grew this practice where it is today, and we want to put this in print, and we want to be held to those standards. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that's, and I think in the, and that's what we enjoy about the podcast is that our patients like to enter into it with us as as patients. We talk about a lot of things in the exam room, and, and uh, we'll get many compliments, which we appreciate, and we get critique, which we also appreciate. But I, I, I like for people to know, because a lot of our patients are running businesses, or they are exposed to lots of different healthcare practices, and if we can make a positive impact impact on how somebody runs a business or positive impact on somebody's healthcare experience Uh or what their expectations are, because I truly believe that we need a patient revolution. We need to up the ante. We need to raise our expectations for healthcare delivery in all types of offices, not just eye care. And if this takes us one step closer by saying, yeah, I do deserve that level of safety, that level of courtesy. Sure. I want that experience um, then we're, we're doing our part, at least in this first book. So I am, I'm, I'm very eager to see what your answer is going to be to the following, but l- we'll dive right in. Lesson 14, okay. uh, you and Dr. Susan have titled this, Personal Info is as important, wait for it, mm-hmm. as medical 
info. You go through and you talk about uh, examples here. Here are some of the examples of information we've captured about our patients. Oregon State football fan um, played baseball for Kansas, caring for mom with Alzheimer's. Tell our listeners for a second, why is that just as important to know about that patient as their medical information? Yeah, we, we try to train the staff and we train our doctors that we care about the patient first and their eyes second. The eyes are a part of any patient's being, if you will. It's a part of their overall health. Certainly, you know, we can see an awful lot of the overall systemic health reflected in the eyes, both in the tear film, in the lens, certainly on the retina with the vascular system. But we see a lot of a patient reflected in their eye care needs. And so while many people look at that as, oh, well, that's just kind of, you know, that's just a good thing to kind of know, kind of an icebreaker to make conversation Well, yes, it is. But if you want to continue to see patients year after year and get better at what we do in delivering that care, then the better I know you or know each patient and the better I know what you're dealing with, how you're using your eyes, what type of things might come up, um, that personal information is not just me wanting to be social. It, It is, but it's a really vital part of me trying to provide the best care that I can, not only now, but on an ongoing basis for the multiple visits that I'm going to see you in the future too. Right. It's, it's interesting. I, I, as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking of two specific examples. One was before uh, the book went to print uh, when we were getting some of the um, endorsements and, and, and um, for the front of the book, mm-hmm. uh, one of the individuals I remember you reaching out to, you were very descriptive and following up with them about their, uh, I think there were three children and you were very descriptive or this one was going to college and had their names. And aside from whether you went back and looked at a note or not, you knew the information that, you know, that's the example. Cause I, cause I care about it. That's right. That's I mean, right. It was very right. authentic. Right. Uh, second example was, was in the last 45 minutes. Uh, the podcast episode we did right before here. Um, there's an exam room right across from our studio here in Cool Springs Eye Care, and one of Dr. Jeff's longtime patients uh, said, Dr. Jeff, you're doing podcasts now? Uh-huh. And and then you guys, uh, you know, did a quick little catch up over football, of which uh, he would have never known that, nor you would of him had you just stuck to medical. Exactly. Exactly. I may, I may know roughly what his eyes look like or remember roughly what his prescription is, but I, da- I darn sure know uh, who he roots for in football, right. um, the fact that they lost the Iron Bowl this year in 2000. Right, <laughs> and right. They're looking for a new football coach. And uh, he and I like to razz each other back and forth a little bit about football. But that's a that's a common bond we share. But it also helps me to know that he's going to be outside sometime. He's going to go down to games. He's going to be watching those at Jordan Hare. And he wants to be able to see the game well. And, right. and what type of lens, what type of, well, should that be polarized? Should it not? I'm going to be looking right. at a night game. You know, my eyes get really dry when it comes to, uh, you know, the cooler weather in the in the early winter, even right. in, in a game down in Alabama. I mean, all those things do add up. If nothing else, though, uh, we're friends and we're friends because he's been a patient for a long time and we know each other. And I hope that that leads to a, a heightened level of trust between us. You go on here to mention you and Dr. Susan, a couple more examples uh, talked with you about uh, hot chicken places. Uh, it, it's so funny because uh, growing up in the South, I've never really known Nashville to be the hot <laughs> chicken place until you move here and you've been here for a little while. Then you understand it's kind of the hidden secret that it's uh, the hot chicken place. Um, one example. The other one, uh, more importantly, is you wrote on here in one of the examples, uh, again, lesson 14, uh, wife is sick with breast cancer. And I wrote a note here because I think it's important. What we've talked about in previous conversations uh, are the importance of the structure and, and what we go through and I know that's coming up in in future conversations in our weekly staff meetings. And from 
new patients uh, to uh, patients of the week that uh, we've talked about before that really stand out. We dedicate time every single week, every single Tuesday in our staff meeting at Cool Springs. And then on Wednesday, the exact same structure uh, in, in, uh, at Donaldson Eye Care to talk about uh, patients of the week. Um, we literally, literally had an example this morning. Um, a, a, a woman had been here for many, many years. Um, someone mentioned one element about this lady of what she wore, mm-hmm. and everyone in the room, it seemed like, mm-hmm. had been here long enough to know, was like, oh, you know, because she had passed away, yeah. and, and we knew that she'd passed away because her daughter, this this patient mm-hmm. was ninety two mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Her daughter, who I'm guessing had to be in her sixties, yep. uh, called and 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 let us know that. Uh, this 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 business, uh, the team here made a made a difference in her life, and so again, I'm trying to pull the circle together of uh, understanding that. In the example, wife is sick with breast cancer is a notation to make and definitely something to know. But it also uh, comes could come later on, years later, when just following up that patient or, or now seeing their child for the first time and just having a comprehensive understanding. Yeah, absolutely, it's a. I think it's a real sign of respect, and it's a it's a reflection of our of our desire to have a, a deep care i went to a, one of my patients funerals about four years ago and um and during the during the service when somebody was speaking about him he was just a great man they talked about and he was the patient of the week at his eye care oh, office so now who, who gets that honor <laughs> right. he was just you know and so it was just another um he was a great guy uh, it was another something that he was very, very proud of, had that card displayed. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm not, we don't do that to try to make sure that everybody at some point in their funeral says, hey, yeah, I was the patient right, of the week. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's, to, it's to say, you know. But it's got to feel great that something you came really up with years does. ago it is really, really does, sticking with yeah, people. Because, you know, people brighten our day so much. Right. Um, and, and we brighten their days with, you know, better vision through cataract surgery, laser vision, new contacts, new glasses. Right. And this is a reflection that there are some people that either need their day brightened a little bit, and we care about that, or right. they've brightened our day, and we want to let them know. That's All right, why so I have to go now. Week. Now we're on a now we're on a soapbox. But <laughs> okay. before we go to the next lesson, I have to share this with the audience. So there was uh, another patient. Um, this uh, individual uh, has Down syndrome and came into the practice and um, there was an element, I don't want to mess up the story, but there was an, uh, an element that this individual really liked uh, in, I think, in cartoons or in a character mm-hmm. way. And we have obviously a, a, a extremely talented group of people. Uh, one of our front desk people is a, a true talent in the world of design. And uh, she identified that that uh, individual uh, liked those characters mm-hmm. and went out of her way to um, draw uh, out exactly. So anyway, she made his card a little bit different and and he was to personalized it, to personalize right? exactly right. Yep. Um, and um, sent the card to the individual. And then what another point that was shared after the ladies passing this um, yesterday in the, in the staff meeting that we were talking about the 92 year old, um, the mom called in and said, now they live, I will give parameters of saying uh, about 30 miles from here. And um, uh, they had been referred in and the mom was so taken back about that one card coming in that she said in, in our correspondence, our entire family will be moving our relationship there. No one's ever done this. And it just, that little bit extra. And so yep. many people, I call it low hanging fruit. So many people don't do that little extra. And so many times it just pays dividends and dividends. Yeah. And it, I mean, it should be expected. I wish, I wish we could make that impact on every single patient, but, sure. but, but we try. So it's, it's, it's really heartwarming right. when we are making that, you know, Hi everyone, this is Dr. Jeff Kegaris with Cool Springs and Donaldson Eye Care. 
We've proudly served the Middle Tennessee community for the last 26 years, and I want you to know we really appreciate you. Having an annual comprehensive eye health and vision exam is so important to the health of your eyes. From signs of diabetes, glaucoma, and cataracts, we're looking for it all. Don't let another day go by. Schedule your annual eye health and vision exam at Cool Springs or Donaldson Eye Care. So perfect segue into uh, lesson 15. And I, I I like this one because, you know, any, any office setting that uh, – is trying to get things done and not just, you know, jam out to Spotify all day. Uh, lesson 15 says, shh, use soft touch keyboards. <laughs> so Dr. Jeff, you dedicated a page in this book about soft touch keyboards. Why is that important? Yeah. Um, you're kind of wondering if I ran out of ideas. No, it's actually <laughs> a very important thing, I think, because we value the patient-doctor relationship. We always have a chairside assistant in the room with us. Um, it surprise me and frustrates me if uh, doctors are constantly just typing on their computer because the patient reads that and they can they can register in their mind that this person's more interested in documentation or doing their computer than they are taking care of me. We never want a patient to feel that way. So we've invested in chairside assistance to augment our care. And that's a really, really important thing. But if that's the case, when I'm talking with somebody, if they're uh, as the chairside assistant, we call a scribe, um, recording the goings on in the room for mm-hmm. the charting. Mm-hmm. Um, what I don't want to hear is rap, 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 tap, 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 you know, kind of like a, right. you know, working nine to five, the old yeah. movie yeah. with all the, all the keyboards and all, all this stuff. <laughs> uh, so soft touch keyboards mean one less distraction from the eye to eye contact of a patient doctor relationship, a small point, but it's those small points that add up that make for a big big, good experience for patients. Well, it's a, it's a good point because, you know, a, a lot of times I say, you know, forest for the trees, which is, you know, uh, our team as an example, and this is a perfect example, not every practice uh, has the benefit of having a scribe, right? So right. some, some uh, almost don't have that as a workaround, although they could, they could have soft touch keyboards, but or they may try to cheapen it and go, eh, I can't afford them. I'll just have the doctor do this. But that's a person that's mm-hmm. looking more at efficiency right. than they are patient care and patient relationships as their strategically most important thing. Right. Sidebar. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> that, uh, my point there is the patient doesn't know what they don't know. Right. And and we don't take it for granted that a majority of patients are seeing us, you know, in some cases just once every 12 months. Right. So when they're here, it is that experience that they're having. They don't know that and kind of going, uh, playing into lessons 15 and then now going into 16, but I do think they play together is lesson 16 is titled duck and don't slam the door. So talk to that for a little bit. And, and, and what I'm really kind of merging here, Dr. Jeff, is the patient experience is, yes, sometimes there is a coming and going of the room. And yes, sometimes someone's over there typing. But at the end of the day, it's all about that patient and giving them the best experience possible. I think that's right. I think when you run a business, you need to know what strategically is your niche, what is your stake in the ground. And for us, it's building a great experience, a great relationship. And whether we're running an eye care office or whether I was running a cardiology office or an OBGYN office or whether I'm running some sort of retail store or no matter what, if I'm in a patient or customer comes first environment, then my systems need to be built around augmenting that patient first, that mm-hmm. customer first. Sure. And so this duck don't slam the door is if we realize that once in a while, the chairside assistant may come in after me. Mm-hmm. So the last thing we want to do is disrupt the patient doctor relationship at that time or conversation. So they should come in quietly. They should close the door quietly. 
They should not make a big ruckus. They should kind of be kind of like playing quiet mouse, you know, right. <laughs> be really, really quiet. And they right. should duck if we're checking their acuity or doing anything like that. Right. Um, again, they're a vital, vital part of the care being delivered, but they should not disrupt the patient-doctor relationship. So much like soft-touch keyboards or duck, don't slam the door. Similarly, sometimes the doctor or the chairside assistant is needed. The last patient had another question, and it's so vital, we've got to get it answered. Um, we don't expect a big loud knock on the door sure. or the door open and somebody go, hey, we need you, Jane. And right. Jane goes, oh, gets up. I mean, everything needs to be so as not to disrupt the patient who is paying for that time to have their care and have the focus on them in, in the exam room. And, and I'm hoping that by you and I reviewing these – that we're like you said earlier, Cole. That people are, hold us to these standards. Right. Um, we're we're brave enough to say I, I expect this to be done all the time. Our staff's always talking about these small points. Let's make sure we're demonstrating them. But I really hope that people take these small points and they notice them in other doctor or other retail offices. Yeah, and, I, I know I have. And they <laughs> demand and That's expect right. more. And they say, "Why is that happening?" I, I'm not. No, I'm not trying to to be extra picky. And yet I am. I'm saying, hey, we deserve more as patients. The patient right. relationship, the patient interaction needs to be, it should be, healthcare should be the ultimate service business. And we all, as healthcare practitioners and offices, need to do better. And I hope some of these ideas are transferable. Sure. Yeah, you mentioned in previous uh, in a previous episode when we covered Lesson 13, I can hear the title, I can hear you, why aren't you taking care of me? Again, just plays along to the same thing. What, at the end of the day, if we are uh, uh, the forest, the patient is coming in and seeing each individual tree, right? Mm-hmm. Why am I being treated this way? Am I hearing something outside the door? Why aren't they taking care of me? A lot of assumptions, I think, are made right. if, if we don't um, you know stick to the processes that have worked. You know, what's interesting, in eye care, there's a... Uh uh, a pretty, and this is not that uncommon in any healthcare profession. There are some people that get up on the stump and lecture to others about what quote should be done. I see that all the time. Mm. And then, if you go to their offices, those things aren't necessarily demonstrated. So right. I think the authenticity of what we're trying to do is to say this is what not only what should be done, but what we train to be done, what we try to demonstrate being done. Uh, and we're not perfect. We screw up. I screw up probably more than anybody else. But we really, really are working hard for every single one of these lessons, plus a whole lot more That's right. to be implemented on a consistent basis so that the patient, like you said, doesn't even notice it. But that's good because what we don't want them to notice are things that are distracting. Right. 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 And I'll, I'll just, you know, pat on the back, if you will. Uh, not many business owners would say exactly what you just said. Uh, number one, uh, on a recorded device, <laughs> but is to say the statement. Now, now let's just be serious. Yeah. But putting putting uh, careers worth of processes in a book and publishing it, step one, hurdle one, right? But then to verbally say, and, and you're saying it so much, Dr. Jeff, that I think you're probably not going to stop saying it, uh, which is uh, hold us to these standards. No, no, business owners don't say that. Right. I mean, if you're painting a broad brush, most aren't even comfortable enough with the processes to much less say, here they are in print, hold us to them. Uh, So I think that is extremely awesome. You're listening to As I See It. Again, you can download, well, you are listening, hopefully on Google Play or iTunes or one of our social media channels where we're sharing this episode. But please go on to your Android or Apple device, go on to the podcast section and download As I See It. Uh, please hit the subscribe button. And as always, please leave us a comment. Dr. Jeff reads those every single week. Thanks, Dr. Jeff. Thanks, Cole.